This is John Martinka, and welcome to another edition of the Getting the Deal Done podcast series. And my special guest today, very special guest, is my friend, George Wu. George has a very interesting background that he will tell you about, and it will, if nothing else, show you that you don't have to have direct industry experience to be a successful small, mid-sized business owner. So welcome, George. Thank you, John. Thank you, John, for, for having me. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you moved from what you started out with to business ownership. Sure. So um, I went to medical school, you know, undergraduate medical school in the East Coast, and I became uh, a transplant surgeon. Uh, practiced for a few years um, and um, I was a computer science major uh, during my undergrad years. Um, and while I was practicing, um, and, and I don't know if you know this story, John, but I, um, there was, I was actually planning to move to another big transplant center. And I was on the way to an interview and my car broke down and I was hanging out in the highway for three hours. And this was in the early 2000s or so. And so there's no iPhone or anything. Um, and I was just contemplating, I think, you know, what am I doing with my life? You know, I should do something that's, um, you know, that I don't have to spend, you know, all, all the time, every weekend, um, you know, being in the hospital. So actually that was the moment when I decided to leave, um, clinical practice. So I went to, um, I went to do clinical informatics. I was then double boarded afterwards to do clinical informatics, worked for Aetna, United, and other IT firms to help with their uh, clinical analytics. Um, and after all of that, you know, I, I feel like I really want to be my own boss. <laughs> I feel like I can, you know, it's just a lot more fun and, you know, more less restrictions. Um, so I started looking for um, companies to buy and by chance, I was talking to my neighbor who actually did some acquisitions and he said, hey, you need to talk to John Martinka. And that's how, that's how I called you, started talking and had my first uh, business um, that I acquired about four or five years ago. And then I acquired my second business last year. Yeah, I'm really glad Ed put us together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so your, your first, yeah, your first deal closed about four years ago. Uh, and the business is the catering company yeah. and tell us about catering and you know, why, what attracted you to it? So I really don't, didn't know anything about catering at all. Um, I, I had some food experience. I helped open a restaurant, you know, early twenties, late teens, um, in Hong Kong. And, um, and um, had no experience with, with catering. But what attracted me to that particular business is that um, the owner was just wonderful to, to, to hang out with. You know, it seems like he has created a very good culture at the company. Um, people are there for a long time. Actually, the dishwasher is still with us and she's been there for like 22 years. The dessert chef has been there for almost 20 years and we have two or three other people that has been there for more than 15 years. Um, so I think, you know, he's created a great culture and I've continued to foster that 
company culture and continue with the good that he has created. And I think that's what attracted me, right? Because, you know, there's a lot of companies out there and a lot of them make a certain amount and, um, but it, it not, you know, all of them matter, but I think, you know, if you were to come into work every day, I would like to go to a place I enjoy going. And I feel like this is, this is the place. I think that's really key that you got to be able to say to yourself, I can see myself going in there every day. Right. So exactly. So you talked about the, the owner, the seller, and actually it was a mother and a son and you and Greg, the son hit it off pretty well. Mm-hmm. And tell us what that led to. So, um, you know, he was, he, he's a great guy. Uh, Greg, um, uh, you know, he has helped out throughout the whole journey during the transition. I know there are some sellers out there that they just want to get out. Uh, Greg is not one of them. Greg has been uh, helping out even after the transition period. So we had the six month transition period, but even afterwards, I would call him over a weekend and he would jump in and just come in and, and help out to, to help solve issues. In fact, COVID-19, when it hit, um, I called him and we brainstormed on what to do. We pivoted over a weekend and um, we were able to create a new, new product to help us survive COVID-19. So because, you know, we had, we hit it off, we had a great relationship. Um, and also we understand the things that he enjoys doing, I'm not very good at, and things that I enjoy doing, he doesn't enjoy doing. Um, so that was pretty, a pretty good match. So we started looking for a business together, again, with the help of John, and we closed on our combined first deal um, last year. Yeah. That's a great story that uh, you would do that together. Yeah. So what do you like about owning and running a lower middle market company, or should I say two lower middle market mm. companies? Um, I like the diversity. I like it. I like that it's fun. Um, um, the independence and you always have to come up with solutions. I'm, I get bored very e- easily. So Having as, as you know, <laughs> so this is actually pretty good for me. You know, I get to um, just think about solutions every day to see, you know, um, how to make it better, how to improve the efficiency, how to, um, you know, make how to how to even you know pay 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 um, pay employees more. I mean, that's you know that's a key. You know, their their goal is to do a good job, and my goal is to see how you know how I can actually bring as much money in as possible for them. So I think those are all challenges that I enjoy. Um, the, you know, the, 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 the one headache that is uh, probably the toughest headache for, um, for every, you know, any company that you acquire, um, unless you acquire a fully automatic robotic company that doesn't need any maintenance at all, um, you have to deal with people. And with people comes with a lot of emotions, comes with a lot of their own personal family stuff. And I think that's the, that's the hardest part in my job in the business is, is the uh, human resources type work. That's, that's probably the, the toughest. But again, I, I'm lucky that in both businesses, I have a lot of support uh, in the employees part uh, that 
you know, I have a chief of staff at, at, at the catering company that is able to help me with a lot of those things. Okay. So, yeah. People are, people are the business. Let's face it. Yeah. People are the business period. Yeah. Yeah. So as we were searching both the first time and then with, uh, with Greg involved, uh, you were very wide open about the businesses you would consider buying. Uh, talk about the process you used to eliminate the ones that, you know, maybe they were a shiny object. How did you figure out they weren't shiny enough for you? Yeah, so I, I, I think um, two main things that I use and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like paraphrase, you know, whether it's um, Warren Buffett or Bircher's um, theory, but number one is I, I really look at uh, companies that I can understand. And there's a lot of companies out there that, you know, looks good and sees is great, but I, I don't think I have the capability or I would like to understand um, what examples I can give you. Um, for example, I'm just, you know, making this up, right? Um, like government, you know, um, defense type business or even, you know, let's say building rockets or whatever that I, I don't know if I can or, or I would like to understand further. I don't have that interest. I think interest is, is a big, big thing. And whether I am able to understand it is another. Um, and the second part is uh, companies that actually has very high uh, ca capital expenditure requirements. Because, um, you know, if you need to spend $200,000 on a machine every five years, that cuts out, you know, that's cut cuts away your um, your 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 cash flow. Yeah. So th those two are main things. And number actually, the the third one is, um, you know, you don't want to deal with um, sellers that are very very difficult to to deal with. Um, you know, it's just a it, you you can't really deal with people that are. You know, not, you know, we looked at a business member and, and the guy is, you know, tell, tells me that, you know, that you'll never find a better business. This is the best business. You're, you're making a mistake if you, mm -hmm. if you, you know, don't, don't inquire more. I mean, that is a, is already a, not a good sign. Yeah. And regarding your first point, I remember the one that's right up from where the catering company is. And the guy made oh, that yeah. incredible those was filtration type of thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it was like, he was the mad scientist guy. Yeah. That was still needed, even though he was 80 years old. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So do you have plans to buy another company? Yes, no, that definitely. I'm actually, um, you know, we're always looking actually. Yeah. We, um, Greg and I even just, you know, we're always looking at, at another opportunities. So one of the things you've told me is you would be interested in being a minority investor in companies uh, and you feel you've got something uh, pretty valuable to bring to the table as a minority investor, uh, you know, fairly active, but, you know, in the background. So tell us yep. about that. So, you know, with, uh, with these two acquisitions, I also have a consulting business at, 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 on the side and all of those things, um, you know, because I want to make it easy for myself from, you know, whether it's payroll, taxes, accounting, billing, um, legal, taxation, all those things that um, 
those are actually the things that I really enjoy doing, believe it or not. I don't know why I went to medical school. <laughs> I should have just become a CPA. But I, um, but those are the things I really enjoy doing. And um, I have um, some people in, you know, that I have carved out to do those things separately. And I've unified that into kind of a separate way so that we can support small businesses. Um, so we help them or I helped myself, for example, for, for our new acquisition to bring um, on board a new payroll platform, a new HR platform, a new accounting, everything is you know built online. Um, and I think that's what I hopefully I can bring to the table is that I can help with um, the taxation, the accounting. You know, when you look at the catering company, we're able to survive and even thrive throughout this time is because we're able to take advantage of all the different tax credits, loans, forgivable loans, grants, everything that was possible through all the different acts out there. And we're able to take advantage of all of them um, at a very timely fashion. Um, and all our employ and we are able to keep 75% of our employees throughout the pandemic and paying them a normal, a regular wage. Um, so I, I think that is probably one of the things that I can um, bring to the table. And um, even with uh, different types of um, not just income state or corporate tax, but also sales tax for the new business that we acquired, we have to pay sales tax to 28 states. Um, and that was a huge, very, very steep learning curve. It's almost as straight up as the Omicron variant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, it, it actually, you know, we, we learned a lot or I learned a lot about, um, how different state works. So, um, even if, you know, handling different types of legal and, and taxation, uh, issues, we're, we're, you know, uh, I'd be happy to, to talk to anybody, um, at whatever business, um, you know, if they're looking for a minority type investor. Okay. So I, I get, what I hear you saying is, you have systematized and actually like doing a lot of the administrivia that most exactly. business owners hate. Yeah, yeah, the SGNA. I'm, I'm the SGNA guy. <laughs> and I will, I will answer your question on why you went to medical school. So you could, so it gave you the opportunity to meet your beautiful wife, <laughs> that's, who, that's who is that's also a doctor. I, that's what I kept telling myself. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I want to finish up with one more thing. I know you did your the catering company. You did, uh, you financed it with Lisa Forrest at Live yep. Oak Bank. And then I know with uh, the second one with the Fans Direct, you you worked with Jennifer Ringenbach at Key Bank. Yep. Uh, and I know you had good good experiences with both. Am I right? Yep. Very good experiences with both. Yeah. As uh, those are two two very good bankers. I just wanted to get their names out there because uh, yep. they did a good job for you. And then you and Greg and... Uh, there are yeah, key, no, they, they, they are a key component to getting getting these deals done is getting the money and the bank yeah. has the money. Yeah, and I think that's you know speaking you know if you don't mind me speaking about that, um, I think that's the one thing that um, that I enjoyed doing as well with with Greg before our second acquisition is that for my first acquisition I created a um, a cash flow type prediction model. Uh, financial model. Um, and I actually used that for the banks and we were able to get it funded pretty easily because, you know, I have all the numbers up is exactly what they're looking for. And, um, 
And just to let you know, John, our, our prediction for, for, for our second acquisition for the fans, we actually have surpassed that already, which is, which is a great thing. Yeah. Well, you know, you're a smart guy. You're a good business person. You've got a great partner on that business. And that's what happens. You know, when you do the things you're supposed to do, good things happen, don't they? Yeah. And just have fun. I mean, and think, you know, bad things happen, right? Look at, look at COVID and yeah. Um, but you know, you learn, you learn along the process. Well, George, thank you so much for uh, doing this podcast. Uh, if they want to, if people would like to reach you, what's the best, what's the best way? What's your email address? Uh, you can email me at uh, G E O R G E at N V O L I.com. Okay, great. Thank you, George. And uh, thank you, John. Appreciate you doing this all the best. Thank you.